Hey guys, it's your boy Eli. And it's your boy Kelvin. And we'd like to welcome you guys to our first ever episode of the Geek Centurions podcast. And if you don't know what the Geek Centurions are, we are a your uh, geek cultured kind of guys. We like to talk about so like comic books, animes, movies, gaming, and uh, well, this is our first episode. Yeah, well, welcome in, guys. Welcome, welcome. So just sit, sit back, enjoy the ride, and uh, watch us geek out. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one. Okay, let's 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 dive right into the topic. So, Eli. Yo, what's up? What's what's the one thing you grew up watching? I mean, like obviously you know cartoons, right? But like anime, right? I'm talking like that old school oh, anime man, dude, that we, we watch. Like so, we you I know you and I we both grow up. Right. Like, we were we were like what seven or eight years old. Yeah, something like that. When, whenever like anime like. Well, it was like early two thousands when like we first saw the first years of anime. It was like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, Hakusho. Yeah, like, every kid around our age, which is like the mid twenties, uh-huh. like they grew up watching Pokemon, and stuff. right? And Dragon Ball Z for sure, yeah. And like a lot of other stuff that I can't really come to think about the top of my head. Digimon, yeah, Digimon, so Yu Gi Oh, like, oh Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi Oh, definitely for so sure. We grew up with a lot of this yeah. anime crap, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, that's you know I we kept going with it and we just kept doing a lot of great stuff yeah man and uh, I know what our topic is today oh boy uh, we're about to dive right in to the yeah. juicy stuff so we want to <laughs> topic we want to talk about something that is a uh, kind of controversial obviously you know what we're talking about mm-hmm. and that is live action anime oh boy here we go oh yeah so yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> so Kevin, so you asked me earlier. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, when what was what anime I watched as a kid? What's uh-huh. the when you, when you think of live action anime? What's the first thing that comes up to mind? Oh boy. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to call that anim like a live action anime, like a good one, or like do you just want to call it trash? Because that's what just, majority of them were. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just majority of them is just like. Dude, just I'm sorry. Okay, gosh, DBZ Evolution. First of all, there's no Z in there. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> no Dragon. Okay, I'm sorry, Dragon, Dragon Ball Evolution. Evolution. Oh, that's you're that's us talk about that shit a lot. Today. So yeah, 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 man. So Dragon Ball Evolution, for those who don't know, was a movie that came out when somewhere when? in the mid 2000s. Yeah, mid 2000s. Like I think right after uh, this was, I think a little bit after Kai. I was gonna say, uh, or before Kai. Kai. Wasn't out. Okay, Kai wasn't out yet. Okay, so before Kai. Yeah, right? We're going deep into anime. Yeah, right so. The, a little bit before Kai, and basically they casted Goku as a white boy. <laughs> that's gonna be one of the big things we're gonna talk about in this. Episode. That's a major thing, yeah. So yeah, no, that's that is the poster child of like what not to do in live action anime, and a lot of times, whether it be Hollywood or Japan itself, they mm-hmm. just don't seem to get it. You know, we talk about Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Evolution. One of the mo- what was the most recent one you could think of? That was just like bad news for everybody. Uh, I know for sure the the live action Ghost in the Shell got a lot of heat. Ooh, yeah. Like I and don't get me wrong, you know Scarlett Johansson, beautiful actress, really good, beautiful and also a really good actress. She's mm-hmm. good because she's you know she's had those roles of like oh her playing a spy and whatnot. But then it's the whole it's again it boils down to at the end of the day to the whole like oh she's not Asian or she's not of Asian descent and then which in the whether in the manga or in the anime, you know, it's, you know, she's Japanese. But the only technicality I will give Ghost in the Shell credit for is that technic- technically also she was an android. 
So she, yeah, te- technically speaking, she didn't have like no like gender, no ethnicity. So she was an android. That's the only thing I will give like credit to is that okay, they 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 picked a good actor because she, of her credibility. A and B, she was able to kind of highlight the like the the main aspects of you know of uh, the main character for uh, G's, uh, GAS. So yeah. Um... Yeah, I remember hearing that's one of the big reasons to people why were people were okay with it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I mean, you've seen the movie, right? I have not seen the movie, but I've seen enough trailers to know uh, the pretense of it, and also I've seen the, compared to compared it to the anime. And I will say, Surprise, uh, surprisingly yeah. enough, it follows visually uh-huh. best. Like, there's a scene where um, I forget the main, char- I forget the character's name. I think but, it was um, Makoto Kusanagi. No, was it Makoto? Yeah, Makoto. No, 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 I'm not. Well, I know, I know, Kusanagi was I'm her. Talking about the, the the scene in particular. Which one? The scene where um, like the flakes come off of that person. Uh, uh, like uh, 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 um. You don't remember that scene? No, wait, that was in GAC or GS? That was that was in that was in Ghost in the Shell. What? Uh, yeah, it's, was, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while since I've so seen it. So they didn't adapt the t- television show. They did more of the film. Mm, mm-hmm. So that was a scene where they this literally ripped off the co- ripped off of the anime. Huh. But, okay. Yeah, that wasn't received that well. It was it, it didn't do that great box, op- Visual, box office. Visually wise. No, visually wise it did great. Yeah. Box Visual, office. Box office wise it was kinda of, eh, <laughs> fans didn't did not like the way it ended. Oh and, no. Oh no. There's a little twist there that we're not gonna get into. I recommend you guys watch the movie yourself. Uh if you're a fan, probably don't watch it. Uh take it take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah. But um it just didn't do so well. I think the most recent movie that I can think of that is based off an anime that Hollywood has done mm-hmm. is probably Alita Battle Angel. That's the only one that... Little what? Alita Battle Angel. Alita... Oh, Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So that's the only one that has been, like, received well. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't done commercially that well considering the budget that that the make bag was so high. And also they had to push back, I think, several times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, so that's Cause why... Production value... Because their expectations for were... A little too high to a point to where like okay can they release in time and then came the time when they had to release uh they actually like, oh crap the producer the producer and director like oh crap we're not gonna make the deadline so we're gonna have to push back the movie a couple of months and they did it again technology that they want to reach they couldn't have done it oh no yeah for sure yeah james cameron has been doing that for years mm-hmm. he's doing that with avatar right now yeah it's a movie that's been like what more than four years in the making and yeah it's like, i don't even trust it's gonna make that good <laughs> but um you know, that's the first track record. That's that's the ones we have here. What do you think about the ones that made in Japan? Oh boy, uh, I know. See, Bleach was one, and Full Metal Alchemist was the other. Now it's <laughs> here's here's my take because like with anime guys, like when it comes to anime and like you know just in general the episodes and whatnot, you know you have series that have they're short enough to where you could condense you know twenty thirty episodes and then long running series where you have hundreds and hundreds I'm talking yeah hundreds of episodes stacked on top of each other so there's an overarching um, well arc the, yeah the there, there's, there's two arcs overall with Full Metal Alchemist you know you have the original and then you have Brotherhood but the well thing, by arcs I mean like this is where the story oh no no yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 there's a reason why it's so long because there's so many arcs for each character yeah so for those who have seen uh, or heard of Full Metal Alchemist basically you know it's about these two brothers who you know they they perform alchemy and they do it really well for at a, such a young age, and they become and the brother, uh, the young, the older brother uh, Edward, 
becomes a state alchemist. But the thing of it is, you know, his his main mission is to find his brother. You know, essentially bring back his uh, uh, brother's missing le- uh, entire body, and then also in the process I of getting watching the show rather than just explaining it. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a crazy thing to watch. So I really recommend yeah. it. So that, mm-hmm. you know what movie I think of when it comes to Japanese making a live action anime? Which Attack one? Attack on Titan. Uh, did it do well in Japan? It, it was. I don't really. They have a theme park. Do you know that? They have a theme park. Yeah. But that, <laughs> that was back. That was back when like everyone was writing the Attack on Titan hype. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it. I heard a lot of fans did not like some of the stuff that they did. Like, yeah. They, they cut out a character. Oh really? Like a major character. Really, like a main or, character? Like a major character. Really. And replaced him with a or totally original character. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, oh, what's his name? The. The badass dude. Oh, uh, Levi? Yeah. They replaced Levi? They replaced Levi. What? <laughs> Levi's kind of like, he's one of the, I mean, aside from Aaron, Mikasa, and, you know, the other blonde kid dude, I can never remember his name, but yeah, Levi, really? Levi? Yeah. Wow. So that's that's exactly what they did. Oh my gosh. So, like, that goes into our, like, part of my next topic. Uh-huh. For, uh, and the one we're just gonna have, we're, one of the ones we're gonna spend our most time with. Yeah. And that is, what is the problem with, when it comes to making these anime? Like, what are they missing? Yeah. And I think um, one thing you said it earlier. Yeah. They're adapting like most of the time series, like a series, series episodes, and they're condensing it into an hour thirty, like at best, like under two hours. So a, a it's so much. Film is majority of times a two hour to two hour thirty minutes. Right. Yeah. Rarely do you, really nowadays do you see like three to four hour films. Right. They were the standard back in the day. Yeah. So I mean, well, the three hour, three four hours films is like most of like the hit films. Uh, I wouldn't say hit. It was just like. Well, I mean, I guess kind of like um, every once in a while. Yeah, like yeah, like like I a bit like last... uh, I guess uh, Avengers Endgame that was nearly three hours. That was three hours. That was three hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that was like a different reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the last film I can think of on top of my head was American wise. I don't know about the Japanese how they handled mm-hmm. the film industry, but the last one I can think of on top of my head is um, the Godfather movies. They were like way over two hours. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So. You're right on the whole condensing a story. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just well, you gotta think of it this way: a film is always gonna be around two hours max. Right. And when you come, when it comes to adapting a book mm-hmm. or a television series, it come you have to think about what goes into the adaptation. Yeah, true. What do you take in, and what do you take out? Right. Agreed. So, let's take probably the best example of this situation. Which is Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. where they really rushed that story. Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> they really just went like like the moment they're like stopping the priest, and then all of a sudden, whoop, all the way to like Nina. I'm like, I'm sorry, the what? That's there's like three or four episodes like already in. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I saw them like, huh? And then, <laughs> dude. Oh like, my gosh. For me, I was just like, lost at that point. I'm sorry, I was just lost at that point when it came to that. Yeah, no, it's just so... I'm trying to look some stuff up right now. But for me, it's it's not even just, like, skipping. We just, like, ballparked out of nowhere. It's like I'm watching the, the first inning of a Astros game, and then all of a sudden I'm on the eighth. Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> my mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, it's... You really... That's the, that's always become the issue when it comes to adaptation with mm-hmm. books or television. It's like, what do you take in? What do you take out? Yeah. So... Full Metal Alchemist, it did the biggest thing where, like, you just ran through 
a whole series, uh, like a good chunk of the first half, mm-hmm. first third at least, yeah, yeah, of the series, and con- and try to like pass it off as a film. I'm like, you can't do that. That's you're not. You're gonna get no. confused. You're gonna get confused. Yeah. You're like, okay, um, I'm supposed to follow this hot Asian chick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Why, 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 why it's gotta be a hot Asian chick? Because it's lust. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Her name is Lust. In this con- in this context, yeah, Lust. Yeah, her name is actually Lust. Fine, okay. Uh, again, I recommend watching the show. <laughs> you'll understand. Yeah, you'll understand uh, if you haven't. But um, mm-hmm. it's like she was there, and, and people. I remember like watching. I was like, yeah, I know her whole story, but you're not going into her whole story. She's just kind of there. That's it. Yeah. It's just and she just gets taken out. A few scenes, and that's yeah. that's it. Like there's like barely any screen time. I know, man. And we're going to get into um, one of the things, like, that, that's my big issue is where when it comes to adapting, like, you know, when you're taking some, do you make the right changes? Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest offense, and I'm going to try to calm down Kelvin oh boy. in this moment. Oh, boy. Because um, personally, I'm fine with you changing some stuff in, uh-huh. in, in terms of adaptation. Right. But the biggest sin, I think, the most recent years in terms of these live-action anime anime, uh, anime adaptations, aside from Dragon Ball Evolution, yeah, was, uh, that was just that was just a mistake, like like never to be heard or speak of again. And whenever people bring it up, it's like we don't talk about that. We don't talk about. We don't talk about that. Yeah. It's like we don't talk about the Death Note. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, okay. Also, y'all y'all could do better with Piccolo. I'm sorry, but. I wasn't talking about Dragon Ball Evolution, dude. Oh, no. I was talking about Dragon Ball Death Note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. But Light Turner. That's a... That's, you, you, like, you, you, you can't get more, like, whitewashed than that. And especially... Dude, it's not even whitewashed. That's, like, a name that I... Light Turner. Yeah. I, like, no, that's not even... I'm not even going into whitewashing. Yeah, yeah. For me, if I heard a name like Light Turner, I'm like, oh, man, that kid's going to get bullied. Yeah. That kid's gonna. Get, that is the worst name you can give a kid. And on, and also, I think like I, I've seen, remember seeing like the first like scenes of, like of uh, of Death Note because I the, the live action because I know one of my friends like oh Kelvin you gotta check this out I'm like oh boy, I like literally okay light you you know light Yinagami, um in the animated series you know Death Note he's actually like you know he's he's actually a quiet person and then but his character develops over time where okay uh, once he once he achieves with the Death Note once he uh is t- talking with the Death God. He, you know, it slowly becomes the whole god like, complex. I think we should give him like a quick definition of Death Note. But Beth, this league, yeah. Death Note is centered around a, a character by the name of Light Yagami. Yeah. Who is, oh, it's uh, Yagami. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. So, so in the story, he um, there's this whole idea of um, a Death Note, which mm-hmm. is basically a, a book that you would find that would often randomly appear to someone. Yeah. And in that Death Note you would write down this person's name. So in this situation, I got the death note, and I'm writing down Kelvin Dangtrum. Wow, way to one-off me, dude. It's the I fir- mean... It's the first, the first episode, you're trying to one-off me already. Jesus. I'm already looking for it. <laughs> Just in case you guys you, uh, <laughs> you suck. So, and if I write, he dies of a heart attack. And <laughs> he would dead. He would die of a heart attack. Ah, that's that's kind of the rules yeah. that I set for the death, for, within the death note universe. Uh-huh. Like you said, he kind of it's a golf complex because once you kill someone you you know you just start going crazy he thinks he's god yeah. so like Turner on the other hand is a wuss like just 
halfway through the ser- halfway through the movie, he's just like 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 very cowardly and like not even well, see, like he he freaked out whenever like the the so 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 this is what I'm saying. You know, like, I'm fine with changes. Uh huh. You know, you're not doing an exact copy, exact copy of yeah. the show. That was the whole point. Uh huh. The my problem is is though is that you don't utilize it so well. I'm okay if this like this version of light mm-hmm. is like a cowardly kind of dude. Yeah. Because in reality, if a dude were to saw like a a um, a creature uh-huh. that essentially calls himself a death god that controls over the whole book, bitch, I'm gonna be screaming like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the most yeah. realistic thing I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah, and like a, but you know, that was a change I'm okay with. Uh huh. But as the movie went along, it just stopped making sense. Yeah, it stopped being more of a spectacle. Mm-hmm. And. That's always been my big issue with these films is like, you know, you can change it, but how much can you actually change? Before it just gets really confusing and like the plot just goes, yeah, you start, <laughs> you, start you start like losing point of like what's, yeah. the, what's the whole point of the of the series? Yeah, and so like, I think that's the most and so like that's the most important thing you got to keep with mm-hmm. is that keep the storyline, man. Keep the storyline. Yeah, you can change the stuff, but don't deviate to what the whole point of the story is yeah. the whole point of the story of Death Note or is like you know what happens when you give some kid the power of of God yeah and that's basically it and you know, I don't even like the show to be honest mm-hmm. oh really you don't like the show no I don't like Death Note uh-huh. yeah. it was it was like an um, for me Death Note was always more of that uh, teenage angst that I try that you eventually grew out of <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, that me- it's that middle school like Emo teenage phase. Dude, you grew up. Yeah, you have no idea. I was. I didn't have that personally. I didn't no, have that personally. Didn't have that personally? In, yeah. Did you have it? I I grew out of it like after a year. After a year, yeah. Yeah, like, but it was like the most common thing you would find in every like middle school like emo kid. Yeah. Not to differentiate on the emo mm-hmm. kids or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's always been like that kind of funny thing about it. Mm-hmm. So, me seeing the Death Note movie, seeing it in a new light, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll give this a try. Yeah. But. uh you kind of missed the whole point of the story. Like, I know a bunch of people are upset about it for different reasons, and that goes into, like, something I want to talk about. Yeah, like, for sure. Fans' um, perspective. Fans' perspective, yeah, of what they think about the the live action. Yeah. yeah <coughs> they don't even want it. Mm-hmm. Because they're... they're cause, um, because there's so, there's, there's so many, essentially, you know, at, at first... Like, the way I see it, Hollywood's been, like, testing the waters of this. Like, you know, now diving into the whole, like, okay, the popular anime series that we've seen. And then the whole, like, you know, oh, adapting, giving that Hollywood phase adaptation to see, oh, it's a hit or miss. They've literally been doing that first. And now, at this point, it's just, like, it's been nothing but miss. Or, to me, this is just personally for me, it's been nothing but misses so far, the majority of it-wise. And then the very few that actually do well, it's, like, you know... It's not enough to kind of like uh, uh, give the uh, the live action, uh, f- I would say, praise that they so desperately need. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, they they think that you know you should let the, the Japanese handle it, but I don't think I've ever. The uh, my, my there's fr- only been a couple I can think of off the top of my head that yeah, really good. I, I I know for sure, um, and that does, that and uh, <clears throat> that kind of dives into the like, next like topic is the re- representation at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's like. Yes, I know it's, like, majority of the characters that we see in anime now these days is, like, there are of Asian descent, but there are actually some characters that are, like, they're not, uh, what's it? 
They're not Japanese. They're, they're actually Asian. yeah. They're not Asian. They're they're either Caucasian. They're black. They're Latino. You know, and you yeah. see that. You do see that. Like I know uh, one char- one notable character uh, that I noticed, uh, Chad from Bleach. He's Latino. Yeah, and they cast him as Japanese in the movie, right? Yeah, and that I, I just that was that, that was so weird for me. Yeah, it's like unless the Japanese guy can like really speak Spanish or like just has that Spanish accent, even though he's Japanese, then okay, that could work. But like. He's pure Japanese, and like, although his 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 character in the series, he's Hispanic. I mean, there's a backstory where like he like he had uh, he was talking about his grandfather, and then I, I and I remember like at the end of that little back backflash, I just hear abuelo, and it's just like fade. <laughs> like that, that was it. Yeah, that yeah. that's what I remember from 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 that scene. Yeah, page. and I think that's the most important thing about um, you know, representation is the, is like the biggest issue when it comes to these films. Yeah, not just especially, anime movies, but just from, yeah, especially from the West uh-huh. here in the here in the states. Right. You know, when Scarlett Johansson was announced to be uh, Makoto, there's a huge outpour about her not being be, not being it, not being it. Yeah. But when I when I first heard, I was like, okay, she's basically playing a badass spy. Mm-hmm. Can do a lot of kicks and flips. He knows how to use a gun. Yep. And I'm like. She's basically playing Black Widow. Have you have you seen Have you seen the Avengers? Have you seen uh, Salt? Have you seen uh, Oh no, that's uh, Angelina Jolie. But like, have you seen like Yeah, uh, what's that one movie where like she uh, she unlocks like the Man, like, We don't talk about that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> but anyway, okay. But overall, so yeah. Stupid. Overall, though, like Scarlett Johansson as an actress, like she has played those roles as a spy, as a secret agent, you know, kind of thing. So she it's, that it's sense not, she fits that role, it's but not that different from. I mean, there's a huge differences, yes, but it's like, at, at baseline, you're basically playing Black Widow. Yeah. So it's like, I could totally see her... In a futuristic universe. Yeah, yeah, and I can totally see as to why they chose her. And then people were like, why didn't you choose an Asian person? Why didn't you choose an Asian person? I'm like, okay, well, well here's the thing. Th- does said Asian person have the skills? Does Do, does do they have the training? Yeah. <laughs> they probably do. But the thing is, you need, for movies, yeah. you kind of need a bankable name. That is, like, you need to be, like... Have a track record, essentially. Yeah, and it makes sense for Scarlett to be it. Uh huh. But the way they played it out towards the end—that's where I have a big issue, right? Because it's it's one of those things where, you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. That is like reacting in the worst way possible to the negative fan reaction, right? And I think aside from that, one of the other big offenders that we've talked about, and we mentioned this earlier, and I think this can take most of our podcast mm-hmm. right now, is Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh boy. <laughs> Wow, that was like I would say Dragon Ball Evolution is probably the most interesting um, take on the whole Dragon Ball mythos. It was an hour and thirty ish minutes of my life that I will never get back again after watching it. Like I actually sat through and watched it because my one of my friends was like, "Oh, hey, you know, they, you know, they did a love action." I'm like, "Oh, cool!" And like this was like whenever it just first came out, I mm-hmm. saw it. I'm like. Dude, why why the hell did you take me to see this? This is a waste of my time. I'm sorry, but like this was, like this like bad and just yeah, bad is just an understatement of like how it weighs. Dude, no, just so like Dragon Ball Evolution, as I said earlier, is the poster child of what not to do. Yeah, with these films, uh huh, because it it did everything wrong. And it's going to connect to everything we just said right now. Right. As we go along through this podcast, you know, Dragon Ball is essentially a show that's centered around uh, <coughs> a little kid going yeah. around. It's basically Journey of the West. If you guys know what the Journey of the West is, mm-hmm. it's this old Chinese tale of, like, 
this a westerner like exploring or not or, or, no, it's, it's an it's an as a monk going through oh yeah the monk west. going through monk going through the west yeah uh-huh. and as he goes along he meets these these weird characters yeah and one of them is like basically goku he's like this kid with the monkey tail son goku that's the official name yeah yeah son goku is mm-hmm. the japanese name for yep. son wukong and son wukong is the chinese name yep so it has this sort of drench of culture to it and when when i first saw the film i didn't really see that i really just saw like um i don't want to even use this because i feel like this is wrong i just i just saw like a white kid trying to be like goku and i'm like i don't Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i don't think this is <laughs> something about it, something about the way they played off just did, just seemed like they weren't even trying. They don't know what they were doing. Nah, nah, nah. It's... And like, it's so weird, and it's just it felt like a poor man's imitation. Don't even get me started on the acting. Oh gosh, whenever Dude. he was doing like, like he was charging up. Oh my. I thought Dude, I thought he was gonna take a, take a dump. Chung, Chung, <laughs> that's, it, that's almost every Dragon Ball. Yeah, but like no, but like the little representation of like when he was charging him in that scene. I'm like, oh my god. That's, ev- that's it's every right, white that's kid who is every white kid who ever want to be a Super Saiyan. That's that. It's like every, every it's kid, like that. Yeah, dude, every, every kid, kid, every kid know, who ever want to be a Super I Saiyan. I remember in, el- in elementary, there's these five of us that would gather around in a circle going ah, ah and then like they just be like, what, the, what, are, what are you damn kids doing? Like yeah, no, they just let us be. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just so you. That's that's one thing that comes with these that people talk about with these Western adaptations is that you know it's not cold. It doesn't resonate with the culture. And yeah, it's, it's culture that's very hard to to do. So and that's why I feel like Dragon Ball Evolution was just like that poor missed opportunity. It didn't set a good pretense it for the it rest just, of the live actions to follow. And it did a lot of changes that made no sense. Which ironically. The creator of uh, Dragon Ball Z was like, he wasn't even against it originally. Really? He wasn't. He was like all. He was like, guys, just take it as a interesting spin of the Dragon Ball universe. Is what, as he said. More Until like, it came out, and then he realized it was a piece of shit. More like, Bleh! like that, 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 more like that, that kind of. But like, like the spin you go on the roller coaster and you throw up after. That's that's basically Dragon Ball Evolution, guys. Yeah, that's, that's how that's how it is. <laughs> that's how because when you're a kid, you hear, man, they're gonna make put a Dragon Ball Z in this up in live action. You're gonna see some cool Kamehamehas. Yeah, and when you see it, the it's just so that moment where he where the actor playing Goku. I don't even blame him. Yeah, he looked like he didn't want to be there. No, he didn't. Like it was just like, and a lot of the acting, he like the lines he had too. It's it sounded really like. Not genuine, you know, because there's actors to where like you know it's they like in order to make the role like you know great, mm-hmm. make it genuine. That's my take. Like make like if you're, you're well, really invested in this character, really make it t- genuine. And like, it wasn't really even that. Tell. You can really tell like no one was genuine because like it it wasn't even everything about it felt wrong. Yeah, and like the best part of and like, the, the thing that sums it up is the where he does this uh, the most well known move in the whole series. It's like you know, you're supposed to. It's like this energy beam. You shoot up. It's basically a Hadouken. Yeah. Come <laughs> And he used it and it flies forward. That hurt me. That hurt me as a kid. I was like, what? Kamehameha's don't work like that. No. They don't know. <laughs> it was basically like you put a Street Fighter reference in there. Kamehameha. 
I don't get you. Like, put it forward. And it's not even a forward. Like, he, you know, when you do a coming behind the show. It's back. And then. Is, well, no, not even that. Okay. When he shoots it, you know, they push back because it's a ball of energy. Pass, like, shooting But it just, him. like, just goes forward. That's it. Yeah, he, no, he just leaps forward. Puff <laughs> of air. Hits him. And it's yeah. Over. And I'm like, uh-huh. that is the most disappointing thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, boy. Yeah, and there's no way you could have made that work. All right, all right. Well, enough, enough on the trash talking of Dragon Ball. Before you know, I think I think if we keep going, we might go a little like just we'll, we'll turn oh, into no. another couple of angry rage nerd boys. Yeah, we don't want to do that. So <laughs> I mean, like, so okay, so 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 the future. What do you think will Japan specifically do to make it better? What do you think? It doesn't matter which one it is to me. Yeah, or like, or to, okay, I guess the future of like live adaptation animes. Like, uh, what can they do? What do you think Hollywood will, will need to do to make it better? You have to respect that. Yeah. Oh man, that's a question. Yeah. Because what, in my personal opinion, um, what you need to do, it doesn't matter. Like, I, it doesn't matter if you ca- for me, it doesn't matter if you cast Asian or whites mm-hmm. on the story. Yeah. It all depends on the story, mm-hmm. really, because. You could take this sort of story that is set in like this Japanese culture, and still able to do something that is that can be like um, understandable to us Westerners, right? Mm-hmm. To us guys on the West, you know, the United States and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's a whole talk about representation, whitewashing. If the character that you're basing that you're adapting is like set in Japan, has to be Japan- Japanese. I didn't let them be Japanese. Yeah. We can make a movie with ja- with with an Asian cast. We saw that with Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. which is like one of the bi- biggest movies. Yeah, ever for actually. sure. Yeah, good story and all that stuff. You proved that you could do good it. characters. Yeah, it's it's doable. It's just we're taking that success and repeating it now. Yeah, again. Well, don't repeat it. Do you? Oh yeah, yeah. Or yeah, well, like, or like, copy, not not exact copy, copy, but just like take that same success you took with one, and then like do a similar take and like do the same recipe but like your own twist but mm-hmm. still keep that same pretense of like oh make this good you know yeah no it's yeah it's like so you can do like this story set in in Asian culture mm-hmm. you just gotta do it um right just so do if it you wanna right. do your own take go for it you know no one's gonna blame you you just gotta make sure you keep the whole point of the story in there like I was saying earlier about Death Note and honestly if it kept with the story of like this kid who eventually gets a god complex and it would mm-hmm. make sense that he was like a like a fred little punk ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause like if a kid, if a kid gets bullied like that you know you yeah. want the power yeah you want to have that kind of power there's a reason why I say like Death Note was a good was a book for like middle schoolers that's a trash hit but like mm-hmm. like like that was like the middle school emo thing to do right so that made sense to me to, for them to to yeah. latch on to that mm-hmm. Now, my, what what I would like to see what Hollywood does, especially with live takes, um, you know, similar similar pretext to what you say. Just I don't know. Just yeah, just keep the storyline. Keep the like, and the characters should be developing over time. That's my take. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want, if, especially if like the character like in the series is your favorite, just let that character grow. Like, don't just like keep them at the same way. And then all of a sudden, the ending scene. Oh, now he's like boom, the top of his game. You know, like don't just like skip an entire phase or the entire like, you know. The, like, like keep them consistent like yeah like honestly um it's one of those things where you gotta make the character grow mm-hmm. and sort of you know who you know we talk about you know you said like Pumar Alchemist yeah they jump too much of the story you you don't have to adapt this whole 
long running series, you can just make your story out of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the big, like that's like always been like the thing, you know, when you're adapting a story, um, do your own way, you right. know, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, treat it like you would, uh, like if you were adapting, say, like the Harry Potter books. A lot of the Harry Potter books, you know, they tend to follow the, they follow the story, but you know, they change. It's not exactly like the book, yeah. Yeah, but they, even they change some stuff. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, I remember I have a friend, she was telling me, um, like, the way that this one character in the film, in the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. Uh, Neville Longbottom. Yeah. Not the way they represented it in the book. In the book, yeah. It was, he was a completely different character altogether. Dude, like, you understood, like, why he was, like, always, um... Being, getting picked on. He was the dweeby... Dude, like, they, they, like, they don't say it. I mean, they don't show it. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene where, like, he visits his family and stuff. Oh, it's okay. Very, it's very tragic, because, like, they, his family got... <laughs> I mean, well... Is, I mean, same, same with Harry's parents, oh, in, yeah, in no, a sense, but... It's, it's in a sense, like, you But, know, yeah. But you can see like this camaraderie. Oh uh, yeah, and uh-huh. it makes much more sense as to why they did why um, his his whole character build up makes right. sense, right? Which is more in the books than you see in the movie. Uh huh. So you can do a movie based on these shows. You just got to know how to write with it. Yeah. And I think that's you need to center it. You know, if it's a center in Asian culture, go for it, dude. Go make that Asian culture film. You know, sitting around with Asians. And if it's a it's a series that's pure fantasy, like Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. you know. Make it fantasy. Don't try, but you know, keep the whole cool thing. You know, don't make it too weird and make, but you know, follow to what you have to say. Right. Because like at the end of the day, the whole point of Dragon <clears throat> Ball is literally just looking for the Dragon Balls with cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then make their wishes. Yeah. Yeah. So before we wrap up here, guys, now live action animes. What do you want to see? Like in the future, like what adaptation would you, you know, like you to see? see? You know, of, a, of an like of an anime that's like so, it's so out right now, but like what what live action adaptation would you like to see happen? Would I like to see. Yeah, what would like to see well, happen? First, first, I think we should talk about ones that we that have been announced. Okay, for sure. So like, you know, we're looking at a list from comicbookreader.com Uh huh. Um, where it talks about the the top ones Stop. that have been announced. Mm-hmm. Something that we might want to see, we might not want to see. Yeah, for sure. Some of them have already been announced. We have, we saw like um. You know, it mentions the Little Battle Angel that came out. Last that came year. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, actually, early this year. The early, yeah, early, early this year, yeah. This they, year, it, it was like, yeah, it was like, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, yeah. So early this year, just because last year or towards the end of last year, that was supposed to be released, but then they pushed it to earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, usually some editing stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah, and you know, they, we're just looking through the list right now. Um, just bizarre adventure. Yes, I would like to see that, just because but how would. But how would you go about it? Oof. Okay, so <laughs> I mean, okay, so Princess of Jojo is like a bunch of burly men. They're on a they're okay, on a you're, quest. You're telling the wrong story. They're on a quest. They're on you're a quest. The wrong story. It is a generational story. Okay, generational stories Sam, of like, like a family Sam, and yes, yeah, yeah. this family as uh, as time progresses and mm-hmm. stuff. And you know, I get. I mean, I'm with you on that. Yeah. You know, the first series, the first part of the series where you follow the first. Um, main character Jonathan Joestar, yeah, Jonathan Joestar, uh-huh. that family. It's it's so dual because it's basically it's basically Dracula, dude. And good versus evil complex. Well, I mean, I don't say good versus evil. I'm saying it's basically a Dracula. Yeah, because yeah, because Dio becomes a, va- a vampire. Yeah, dude, Jonathan, <laughs> you, you know what it's a reference to, right? <laughs> to what? It's Dracula, Jonathan Harker. Huh. The guy who went to Dracula's castle and killed him. No, he didn't kill him. Oh, okay. Uh, John Quincy Adams killed him. Okay, it was, but he was part of the whole crew that uh, went down hunting for the, like if you literally if you just watch the first like like read through or have a quick understanding. Is this is a book. 
It's Dracula, dude. Oh, it's, a, oh. <laughs> it's Dracula. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not a big book person, so you gotta you gotta give me that. <laughs> I know there's movies, but there's just, been a hundred movies in the office. I know, but it's like this is the different like pre- there's different. Of course, like there's hunt like hundreds and hey, hundreds hey, iterations hey, of Dracula. Just watch. Keep in mind. Watch Bram Stoker's Dracula film. Okay. By um, oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting the the director's name. He's a well known director. Uh huh. I think it's Coppola. Yeah, it's Coppola. Yeah. Probably. Watch his. It's basically the closest thing you ever get to. To the actual... To the actual book. Yeah. They did, like, a lot of changes, but it's the closest thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that could totally work as, like, sort of this fun take on uh, Dracula. Yeah, for sure. Like, fun kung fu way of taking Dracula. Because they basically do kung fu in that. Nice. That's that's always awesome, yeah. Oh, Akira. That one was announced not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, Akira. Yeah, and I would sit... Here's something that's for all you um, uh, guys who are very for representation... Uh, it was an a- so Akira is being directed by Taika Waititi, who's the guy who made Thor Ragnarok. Okay, gotcha. And he said that he will um, cast the, those characters as they should be in because in Akira, said, yeah, yeah. So it's said in this uh, Neo Tokyo, his futuristic version of Tokyo, yeah. And a lot of the characters are of Japanese descent. So what he's gonna do is that he's gonna hire actual Japanese uh, actors to portray those roles. So and I'm like. Do it. That is the that is the film that a lot of these uh, guys are that they're waiting for. Yeah, for a sure. Great uh, representational film. Yeah, and um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm down for it. Yeah, for sure. Dude, Akira is like one of the most well respected uh, animated anime films. Actually, no, animated films. Yeah, it's like up there. Mm-hmm. Like people look at it for inspiration. Right. Another series. I actually talked about this recently with a group of friends. Um, I would like to see is Cowboy Bebop. They're getting a Netflix series. Yeah. Okay. So, and like, so we were, it's funny because we were talking about it. Um, I said I would want two people, specifically two people, to play Spike Spiegel. You're gonna either hate me or love me for this. You know they already announced them, right? Oh wait, who is it? Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you <laughs> okay. So like, if if they hadn't chosen yet, uh, I my top two picks would be Keanu Reeves and Donnie Yen, just cause. Uh, yeah, Donnie Yen's got that fighting skills, and also like that that fight choreo with a uh, uh, Chen Reeves. He's got plenty of that under his belt. So, so who who got announced? Who got announced? So I'm, I'm, you did I'm, not get your two guys. Oh, okay, well, I guess it's Keanu Reeves because like yeah, he basically looks like Spike. Yeah, ba- that's what I'm saying. Dude, he, he proved any and the way he plays in John Wick is like. Okay, I can see you. <laughs> Spike, Spike knows how to use a gun. So yeah. Be cool and cool Keanu Reeves knows how to use a gun, especially the John Wick movies. So, so, so who actually got casted then for Spike? Okay, so it's this is going to be one of those things where um, it's going to be a multicultural cast. But the guy that got to play um, Spike Spiegel is John Cho. John Cho. He's okay. from the Harold and Kumar movies. <gasps> Really? Yes. What? Yeah, I, no, I, I I don't that know. Reason, that reason a film, that reason a movie that that kind of horror movie they had where he was looking for his daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, it was so, it was on like Amazon, right, or something like that. No, no, no. It was it was actually on film. Uh, actually, in the oh, movie. a film, film. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, really, John so John Harold. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he's an old guy. No, no, no. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. It's just like I'm when I think Harold or when I think John Chill, I'm thinking like the. Uh, Pothead. Yeah, the pothead, that the comedic like Asian like nerdy guy, and then he just okay. like goes on crazy adventures. I mean, that's he, what I'm thinking of yeah. John Cho. Like if you haven't caught up with his stuff, that's all you think of like the yeah. funny dude. Mm-hmm. But the seriousness of 
of Spike Spiegel. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, yeah. Spike Spiegel is kind of funny. Okay. So, so I works. can see that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd be totally down to see that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude. Man. Man, man, man. I know. So we're looking at the list. There's yeah. The one that I'm looking at, and I'm like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Which one? It's the One Piece film. Oh, too long. Nope. That is an automatic no. So if you guys aren't having, are not into one anime, One Piece is this super long-running series. It's like the longest-running Jap anime, but it's basically... Right now, yeah. As of right now. Well, no, Detective Conan beats it. Oh, really? Okay, but like, okay, still long, it's, it's long series, longest series, still going, it's still, still going. Animated. Yeah, books are still being made. I it's, just caught up. It's too much. It's too much. It's way too much. I no. I, I can see why it's one of the more popular uh, animes out there. Right. But it's like, no, eh. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> even if, even if you were to take like those the major scenes that makes One Piece One Piece, mm-hmm. it's. I, it's just gonna be too. It's it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna have that same pretense as like Full Metal. That's what I feel like. It's mm. it's gonna be like that again. It's gonna be like another Full Metal. Uh, you jump around with the yeah, exactly, exactly. No, you're right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so long. <laughs> it's so damn long. Uh huh. It's ba- your basic. I mean, maybe as a series, but the di- then again, I don't think we have the the budget to do like a series wise. Like yeah. Game of Thrones is probably the most expensive one. Yeah, yeah. But that just was in the dragons. I don't. I don't know how we're gonna make a dude uh, expand. Expand like because he basically has a like. He's got Mister Fantastic powers. Yeah. Crazier. Uh huh. So yeah. Um. Jesus Christ. Let's go through a couple more. Yeah. And uh, Naruto. What do you think about Naruto? Okay, so Naruto. Yeah. Depending. So there was recently announced that Nar the the Naruto movie will have the original creator on board. That's good. Yeah. Um, honestly, that could be a blessing or a curse because mm-hmm. anything could happen. So, and then it, says, yeah, Michael Gracie, the director of Great Showman, he's directing the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, dude, okay. Yeah. You, if you know uh, Naruto, there's a character named Asuma. I yeah. can totally see Dude Jackman playing him. Yeah. Oh, oh, yep. He's got yep. the mutton chops. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. got the mutton mm-hmm. chops. Yeah. That character has For like, sure. Chops oh, I agree 100 percent with that. Yeah. Dude, it'd be so, uh, so beast. And I think one last one will kind of touch base. It uh, to or, go back to Naruto though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's um, I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the how the hell they're gonna do it. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I mean, everything about Naruto is like so. Cause, so think of it this way, you know, we're talking about story wise. Yeah. Where do you go with that story? If you're adapting the yeah. show, <laughs> where do you go? Okay, so I know the first couple of seasons it's basically you know naruto's a kid uh you go to adult it goes goes through adulthood it had yeah start with adult because you need him to be a kid exactly so i i feel like even the first few episodes like yeah few episodes are just like basically introduction to the world that he's in i i feel i strongly feel like because like because the way you're describing right now it has that uh uh what's that movie uh it's a disney movie frozen Pretense because basically Frozen started out as like both Anna and Elsa as kids and then teenagers, adults. That's oh, yeah, but here's the thing, yeah, there's a a natural progression. So there's the progression there for Frozen. So, like, no, 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 no. yeah, Frozen was was a quick one, yeah. You can't do that with the Naruto, yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna be challenging. The relationship between him and his uh, him and his uh, his team, his teachers, yeah, his friends, yeah, Yeah. it it all makes sense and in the larger scheme of things. Mm -hmm. So, seeing that kind of being done, it's kind of like, uh. I mean, you have the original writer, which is the which one I'm saying could be a saving grace or a curse. Yeah, because like, 
he could write it in a great way or but it could also come be like oh that was like I'd rather just watch the show kind of stuff but oh man I don't know but uh let's see what else we got to talk about uh what's it okay so I've been seeing this a lot on uh Facebook yeah. the, your name uh, Kimi Namiwa that's gonna that's getting a lot of adaptation that could make sense and also guess who's directing it this is, oh, J.J. Abrams? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, say what you want about J.J. Abrams. Yeah. I could totally see it working. Yeah, because, you know, J.J. Abrams, he's, 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 he has good credibility as a director for so far um, with Star Wars and then uh, Star Trek. Star uh, Trek uh, lost is up in the air for some. Wait, what do you mean lost? Like this, the, the series lost. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the ending. Okay, yeah. So, oh, like, are they, they're not bringing it back, is it? They're not bringing it back. Okay, yeah. No, no, so, um... Yeah, he's got some great credibility, and I think the story works even if um, you decide to Americanize it. Yeah. So, like, it's basically what two ki- people... They live separate lives, and then they, uh, I think their personality, or their bodies, or the, yeah, they, they swap. Just, they swap. They swap, and then they're, they're, they're like... But they're in, like, two different... So, like, you have... Yeah. Like, literally, just think of it like, um, home girl, home boy, mm-hmm. one's, in, one's in New York, one's in... Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. And they're bo- they're they have a huge mind swap and that's like, and then which first of all great distance yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever has that power has great distance <laughs> oh my god yeah man but no it could do it's only work it's like you know um, living in someone else's shoes that yeah thing. we had those movies before like Freaky Friday Freaky yeah Freaky Friday was one um uh, switched uh was it switched at birth switched at birth switched at birth is kind of different because they're actually like but I can see what you're going with yeah yeah. yeah. But, and, uh, um, I was thinking of um, oh, this is a terrible example. Which one? Uh, whenever they switch, uh, I know there's a movie. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. But it's one of those movies where um, the dad switches the mind with the dog. Ah, ah. Uh, <laughs> some, some, some weird. weird. Was it? I feel like that was a Disney movie. Why did I feel like that's a Disney movie? It sounds like a Disney. Movie. Yeah, like a, like like that live action, not a live action mo- Disney movie, but just it was like re- with real people. Like the dad switched that, mind. That, that, oh wait, uh, Tim Allen. Like Tim that. Allen was in that movie. Uh, I think some, it something shaggy. Is it Tim Allen or Brendan Fraser? Because the ones that no, it was Tim Allen. Yeah, I remember it, it was Tim, because so, Tim so Allen. with Brendan Fraser. Really? Yeah. Okay, I can't remember Brendan Fraser, but the, the, the but the Tim Allen switching mind with his so dog. The Tim Allen one was the one where he gets spin by a dog. And then and then uh, he becomes a dog. He becomes oh uh, okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they can't be Tim Allen. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's one. Uh huh. Um. Oh no! Which one? What? 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 what, what? Uh, so this is the last. So we skipped some of the some of uh, these, the ones on this list mm-hmm. because those are ones that we would like to see. Uh huh. But we're, and we're looking at the ones that have been announced. Um, Michael Bay doing Evangelion. Oh god! So basically, uh, <laughs> it's like another take on Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just. Americanized version of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh God, I get the mechas part. I get the ro- the whole big giant fighting robots explosions. But I'm pretty sure I can nail. Mm-hmm. So uh, so the big problem with I'm gonna say no to this. Yeah. Oh, say I'm gonna no, say, no. say no. What do, do you say no as well? A hundred percent. Yeah. Ten percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say it kind of depends on who's writing it. If he's the one. Dire- he's the director, but if he's the, if he's also the writer. Then I'm kind of quite. And I'm a hundred percent, hundred ten. 120 percent no. Yeah, but there, there's no confirmed writer though. There's no. Uh, he might. I don't even know. I'm yeah. Even, uh, but no, it's. I mean, the whole point of Evangelion is this kid who uh, goes through a lot of traumatic experiences while being inside of a giant robot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a 
weird, trippy stuff. Yeah. And so seeing that being done by someone like Michael Bay, who's like more cartoonish with his films, uh huh, is like that's gonna be a huge disservice. It's gonna probably end up being the next Dragon Ball Edition Death. <laughs> like, yeah, these changes could have been good. But you you done messed up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ugh, just saying that makes me want to pearl. We'll see. I mean, we'll we. See. I mean, it, that's that's within the next couple of years or so. So yeah. we we shall see what will so, happen. Works that you will want to see get adapted. Me? Oh, like is gosh, there like a, is there an anime that it doesn't matter if it's made by Japanese or Americans? Uh huh. Just could you see it being done? Okay. Like, like so, any, any anime uh, series that's out that I want to see get done, maybe. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, there's so many choices. Mm-hmm-hmm. Okay, I was gonna say Pokemon, but they already did Detective Pikachu, which is kind of this weird thing. Where it's like yeah, an anime slash slash video game adaptation. Uh huh. So it, I mean, it, it got good praise, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, this guys just so. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, actually, this one. Um, you're probably gonna bug me on this right now, but because this, this in my personal opinion was one of my favorites growing up, Code Kiosk. I'd like to see that. I've, whether whether Japanese or American adaptation, I'd love to see that because there's so much psychological in that, like in in that series. I know, granted, there's only two seasons, but there's so much like psychological like warfare that goes in that, and it's great. That's I that's say what I love. Psychological warfare. It's more like uh, strategical warfare. That and also the like the well, he's, well, he's my thing the god complex too yeah. in a sense yeah I would like to see that so I mean I'm not disagreeing with you yeah I think it could be done I, mm-hmm. think, I mean it, my thing with Code Geass is that you know you kind of <laughs> messed up the whole point of the story by adding the second season <laughs> <laughs> you can kill me later baby no. <laughs> again I, I just think it was uh, a eh, show okay again a just show. okay so but just if but it could be done it could be done um, my take on that since you especially if you know how to write it well. Right. Um, I think it's so much... I think it... I, I mean, I also have this one in my mind. It's also a mech anime. Which one? Uh, so I'm a huge fan of this series, and um, there's a there's a bunch of reasons as to why I say this could be done as a live-action one, mm-hmm. and that is uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam series. Yeah. I know... Um... Ready Player One did a really good job with that. Like having, a, although the scene was very brief, but yeah. the animation was great. I, I like that. Yeah, uh, this is what how this is how nerdy I'm gonna get right now. <laughs> but at the moment, oh boy, uh, he uh, the Asian dude flashed. Uh, you know, when he turned to a gun and he did like a little pose. That was yeah. the exact pose from Double Zeta in the opening. And whenever they get into, they were they were like, come, here it comes out of the ship. He does a little strike the pose kind of thing for whatever reason. Because Zeta was weird, Double Zeta was weird like that. And then you you kind of get you just go and geeked out. Oh, I I, I kept it to myself. <laughs> uh, unless you want to hear like a grown man scream like a little girl. <laughs> but no, um, here's the reason why I've said I say um, a live action Gundam would make so much sense because mm-hmm. in the world of Gundam you have what essentially is what is the close equivalent would be a multiverse like the one you would see in comics. Mm-hmm. So if you're a comic books fan, um, you have Earth 616 for Marvel, and then you have 1610, which is the ultimate verse, and then all these other different numbers. But they're all they're all Marvel, but they all follow a different continuity, different right. multiverse. Uh, DC has one, two, Earth one, Earth two, Prime Earth. And so 
Gundam has that too, where you have this one continuous timeline. Yeah. Called the Universal Century, mm-hmm. and at some point, um, the creators wanted to do their own little thing, and so they set it in their own timeline. And it started off with like Mobile Fighter G Gundam, with um, the After Century. Not After Century. What was it? It was a. Uh, no, Correct Century was Turn A. Um, I, I probably is After Century. I probably blank it on right now. Yeah. But you have this whole multiverse of lore to go off of that, mm-hmm. where you can pretty much make your own Gundam series. You know, giant robot, giant robots have been done a bunch now with Transformers and Pacific Rim. You can make your own uh, Gundam series, uh, your own war series. Yeah, because that's basically what Gundam is: is a war series uh, between uh, Earth and its colonies around the moon. Uh, the colonies usually want to fight for independence, and they're actually the bad guys. And that's something you don't tend to see in like a lot of these. Uh, and these films were like, you know, usually the colonies are the ones fighting for independence. You know, we gotta support them, but these guys are kind of the bad guys. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be an interesting twist. And the whole point of the series is like, um, you know, kids in war, or you can just do like adults in war. Kind of yeah. Stuff, like this ragtag team. Yeah. So you have this whole goldmine of lore to go off of. That I'm like, go for it, dude. You know, these comic book movies—they're not exact adaptations, but they're an interesting take on a lot of these stuff and you can do that with the Gundam universe mm-hmm. I mean you already messed up the first time <laughs> yeah so if you if you, so I'm gonna tell you this right now Kevin they already did a live action Gundam one yeah that was really? in Canada oh wait really Canada Canada cause it's here <laughs> in Canada uh-huh. and it was a live action it was set in the original timeline so far that no one cared about and the animation was god awful Good lord, it's mm-hmm. we don't even talk about it, but if you want to look at it, go for it. It's called G Savior. Oh, they didn't man. even call it Gundam; they call it G Savior. G Savior. <laughs> and it's so them Canadians. <laughs> yeah, but ugh. Canadians. You know, but that's the one I would like to see, uh-huh. and I think we, I think we both gave two great ones. Yeah, and um, so well, yeah, yeah. What's what's the time right now? I think we're almost done, dude. Okay, because okay, so a little disclosure here: my Audacity program actually crashed, so we might have to re-record again. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're down, or yeah. yeah, okay. So we might have to re-record again, but like I, I, I was like scrambling. I'm like, oh crap, my laptop was running out of out of memory for odd reasons, so I might have to like check back to see if it properly saved the audio or not. But like and I think you got probably got my audios too. Yeah, I got your audios too. So I mean, I'm just hoping like my voice like pick, it, it sounded like my voice picked up with yours pretty well mm-hmm. when we tested it out. So yeah, guys, yeah, we're, I think a little Dude. bit over an hour. We're almost to an hour. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, we made it. Nice. We made, we we made, it. made it. it. For first hey. episode, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Oh man. Oh, so you know we're trying to ra- we're gonna wrap up here. You want to talk about a possible next episode? Oh uh, yeah. So uh, for sure. Oh. Uh, our next episode is actually going to be about uh, the Avengers Endgame. So yeah, so recently they announced they're going to re-release it with new stuff. Uh huh. So a new post-credit scene. New post-credit scene. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, a tribute to uh, someone we don't know who it might be. It's probably Stanley or. Uh, if anything, it's going to be Stanley related. It's, it's Stanley or uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. His contribution. Mm-hmm. Contribution. Uh, I'm totally down to see Endgame again. Yeah, the same here. So. Uh, you know, we'll, you'll probably hear our thoughts on that movie, and what do those post credits like signify? Yeah, in the next coming films. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, 
Yeah. I man. think we should just uh, say our thank yous. Yeah. Our goodbyes. Yep. So thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to our very first episode of Geek Centurions. Man. Yeah. yeah and we have a. We actually have an email. Yeah. At thegeekcenturions at, at gmail dot com. Yep. So if you guys ever want to talk, uh, send us like information more about uh, what we talked about or possible next uh, possible episodes or just like you know want to say hey guys doing a great job just hit us up there um, and you can find us in any other podcast location yeah iTunes uh, iTunes Spotify CastBox anywhere where podcasts can be listened to we will be there yeah we want to thank you guys for uh, sitting, taking your time to listen to us Ramble about some anime stuff. Yep. It's not always going to be anime. It's probably going to also involve comics, games. Overall movies. nerdy, geeky stuff. It's just all around geeky stuff. Yeah. Man. So you, you'll you see us again. We're not going to just talk about anime. We're probably we're going to talk about some other stuff. We, and games coming up. We got some comic stuff to talk about. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, we missed out on E3, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk about like the, the, the games that are coming out for E3. Oh, so. yeah. We can probably end up yeah. talking about that. Yeah, yeah. And, um... But no, thank <laughs> you, guys. And, uh... Yeah, shout out to Pod Houston. Yeah, they, Pod Houston. They they really inspire us to to get on this podcast wave because it's growing now. And uh, shout out also shout out to my boy Ozil. Uh, Ozil, yeah, the man. The, the man Ozil. <laughs> he, he inspired me first, and then I bought Elizio over for the ride. You bought me. Brought. Okay, because I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a sale boy. Brought. Okay, okay. I know my I'm accent's there, I'm but brought. Yeah. I'm not a cheap girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Signing out. Peace. <laughs>